Welcome to the Happy Home Birth Podcast, your source for positive natural childbirth stories and your community of support, education, and encouragement in all things home birth and motherhood. There we go. What does it mean to connect with your baby? What does it mean to have attachment to your baby? And when does that begin? Hey there, happy home birthers, and welcome to another live episode of the Happy Home Birth Podcast. I'm your host, Caitlin Fusco, and today we are talking about attachment. Now, when we normally think of attachment, or when I have previously thought of attachment, I've thought of the golden hour. What do you think of when you think of attachment with your baby? What comes to your mind? Write it down in the comments if you can really quickly. But typically, I've always thought of oh, that beautiful moment postpartum when baby is come here, Earthside, I'm holding her in my hands, and we are finally getting to connect. Now, that is totally valid and so true. And I love the golden hour and I love that early postpartum attachment. I also think about like Dr. Sears, you know, his book on attachment, like what is it? Breastfeeding, bed sharing, bees, other baby wearing, whatever all of the attachment things are. Those are other amazing options and amazing ways to attach with our babies. Now, today I want to switch this mindset, though. Sometimes we think like, oh, bonding happens once they're here. And what I'm here to tell you is yeah, but your baby's already here. Like you're already growing this baby for 10 months. So what are we doing waiting until we see them visually to begin attaching to them and connecting with them? You know, we've talked about connection in these last two videos a decent amount. We talked about how we need to connect with our intuition, how we need to connect with our partner, how we want connection with community, how we want to disengage connection with some toxic community in regards to our home birth and re-engage with positive community, all types of connection. But here's what I think. I think that it can be so easy for us to consider connection when it's outside of us and our baby like yeah of course it makes sense for me to be able to connect with my husband of course it makes sense for me to be able to connect with a, a community but connecting with my baby like it might even feel a little awkward right like what comes to mind when you think of connecting with somebody that you can't even see so we're going to break this down a little bit and my goal for today is to talk a little bit about this attachment to discuss why it's actually important and so useful to spend those 10 months attaching to our child while they're still in utero. And then I want to give you some really actionable steps this weekend for you to do this weekend. It's a little bit of homework so that you can go ahead and put this into practice inside of this is actually something that we're going to be doing inside of the home birth collective and inside of the collective it is super important for us to take actionable steps. It's super important for us to be able to see the changes and the difference. And so that's what I want for you as well. So I am taking something that is specifically out of the collective and giving it to you for you to just try on. Okay. So let's go ahead and talk a little bit more about um, connection. It can be so easy for us in pregnancy to get caught up with the external, like, oh, I've got to get the nursery ready, or I've got to, you know, prepare what I'm going to do postpartum. Like, I've got to get my meal plan set up or my meal train or whatever. 
so many external things that we can really get distracted. It, it can be hard to actually pause, especially in our society, especially in our culture, to pause and actually take time to connect with the person that is literally physically closest to us. I mean, you cannot get more connected. You cannot get closer than being inside of somebody's body, right? Like that's, that's it. That's, that's it. That's the highest level of connection that we can have physically. We're sharing an organ guys, like your baby made an organ that is connected to another one of your organs. Like anatomically, we are connected. So why are we not taking some time to mentally get connected let's like get with the program with our anatomy right let's let's recreate that so what i am going to talk about now is the fact that that this matters one thing that science science has learned is about something called fetal imprinting have you ever heard of fetal imprinting if you have say yes in the comments or no if you haven't um but fetal imprinting it's this idea that the the way that the mother is in pregnancy so that's talking about like health wise nutritional status emotional and hormonal status all of those things actually imprint on our baby prenatally which can feel kind of overwhelming like oh my gosh like that's kind of a lot of pressure but actually it can be so empowering to realize hey i have now that I know this, I have a decent amount of control over what I'm doing for my baby. So I can, not that I have to be perfect, but oh, I could consider like adding some more eggs to my diet to, to give like a nutritional punch. I can consider making sure that my minerals are more balanced. I can consider thinking happy thoughts <laughs> to my baby so that my baby is feeling good like I am. Babies perceive our state. This is, it sounds so like, what, really? But that is what is being learned uh, through research is that our state is actually perceived. So what we need to do is not be perfect. What we need to do is not like bright side and pretend like everything is great. And then like, then we'll have a perfect baby. We don't need to put that on ourselves because that's definitely not true. Fetal imprinting is just one aspect of many aspects in regards to health and in regards to bonding even. But it is something that we should know about so that we can improve things. When I think about um, when I think about when a baby is coming into the world, like I'm sure that many of you would agree, this world isn't necessarily always a bright and sunny place, right? Like I don't always 100% feel comfortable and and like oh everything's great nothing bad ever happens here like we know that that's not the case but do we want our baby to get all of our anxious hormones constantly or do we want them to feel like oh there's some peace here i am coming into a peaceful place not necessarily that the world is peaceful but that my family is love they're loving me and they're accepting me and they're excited for me to to join them here so how do we do that? We have got to take specific time. Like we have got to set aside time to focus on that connection, to focus on that attachment and to focus sharing and sending those happy, positive feelings and thoughts to our child. 
One way that we can think about this is considering it to be a type of co-regulation. And co-regulation is something that we do that uh, really impacts our nervous system. You can co-regulate with a dog. You can co-regulate with a tree. You can co-regulate with your husband, um, your best friend, anybody. And that's when we kind of like get in sync and get on the same page and find comfort within one another. So when we think about co-regulating with our baby, that is when we are sending intentional or spending intentional time thinking and connecting and feeling love and just really considering who that child is, who that child is going to be, considering how much you love and care for this baby, which I know you do, like you are everything that you do is with your baby's consideration in mind. Think about how many changes we make during pregnancy. So we're gonna think about co-regulation and I wanna give a, an example of co-regulation that happened to me just last night, just to show you how real this is. And we've talked about this in a few prior uh, episodes about how you can feel somebody's energy. You can feel somebody's emotion when they walk into a room sometimes. Sometimes that's all it takes. Or when they say something, but you know there's like these undertones below it. For example, one of the examples we gave was when people like maybe they're not saying anything about the fact that you're giving birth at home, but you know that they think it's a bad idea just based off of like how they are when you're around them. So when the opposite side of that is really, really beautiful. I was in bed, for example, last night with my daughter, my five-year-old putting her to sleep. Every night, my husband and I go into our girl's bedroom they my husband lies down in the bed with my three-year-old i lie down with my five-year-old and we just have time to just snuggle before they go to bed and when last night when i was laying in the bed with with my five-year-old she had her arm or i had my arm under her head and i was just thinking about about this probably like honestly about business about what do i have on the agenda for tomorrow what is it that i need to be doing how can I be preparing for that? And then all of a sudden I realized, wait a minute, I am with my daughter right now, but I'm not with my daughter right now. I am somewhere totally off. Why am I spending this time thinking of other things when I could be thinking about my daughter right now that I'm with, that I'm actually with and whom I love? So I changed nothing about my position. My arm was still around her. I was still like laying, looking at the ceiling. But instead of thinking about other things, I started thinking, ah, I love this girl. Like, she's amazing. And if you knew her, you would love her too. Like you would get why I love her so much. But I just started thinking, she is so wonderful and I love her. And I cannot believe that I get to be her mom. Like, how cool is that? How cool is it that I get to be her mom? That's all that I'm thinking. And all of a sudden, this five-year-old who is flipped on her side looking the other direction flips immediately over throws her arm around my neck throws her leg around my body gives me the strongest hug and kiss nuzzles her head into mine and just says i love you do i think that that would have happened if i hadn't started thinking of something else if started focusing on her no i really don't I think that my positive feelings and that sinking down and that just ugh, connecting with her, 
allowed her to connect back with me. And I have a thousand other stories like this, but I'll just leave it at that one. So that's what I want for you, but I don't want you to have to wait until your child's five <laughs> to do that or until they're, you know, a five minutes old even. Like why waste this beautiful, precious time that we have? I want you to be able to start right now while your baby is still growing inside of you. So now let's talk about what we're going to actually do to gain some more connection. And this is what we're gonna be doing this weekend, I have got an assignment for you, <laughs> actionable steps that we are going to be doing, okay? And I really, really want you guys to be involved. I want you to share your results with me as you go through this process and tell me how it feels. Like, tell me what was good about it, what was hard about it, what felt awkward. But it's a three-day challenge, okay? We're gonna call this the uh, chorionic connection challenge because we are already connected through the chorion, which is the maternal side of the placenta. So we're gonna call it the chorionic connection challenge. And we are going to be spending time in thought over the next three days, 15 minutes, like set a timer for 15 minutes. If you can't do 15 minutes, do five, I don't care. Just take some specific time, set it aside and, and know like, Set it on an alarm so you know, like, okay, at 7 p.m. tonight, I am thinking about my baby for five minutes or for 15 minutes, okay? So day one, what we're going to be thinking about is specifically, we're gonna think about the birth process. How are you and your baby going to work together while you're giving birth? I want you to totally envision this. I want you to, to just use your imagination as deeply as you can. Maybe put on some, some good, like calm, quiet, um, instrumental music in the background and just visualize what is that gonna be like? Like, what is this birth going to be like? How are you and this baby going to work together? And I want you to write it down once you once you spend your time, spend the time without doing anything, spend the time thinking once you're done, I want you to write down what did you think about what did it look like and how did that experience actually feel to you that's day one. Day two, so if you do that today day two Saturday we are going to be focusing on the newborn stage, so what I want you to do is spend time thinking about your baby and what he or she, even if you don't know, even if you don't know if it's a boy or a girl, it doesn't matter. It's still a precious human being. What is it going to be like when they're a newborn? Oh, my, my child's coming in here, so. Hey, Lil. What's it gonna be like when they are a newborn? You can come here, just, or, yeah, if you'll take my baby. I've got a naked visitor. <laughs> So day two is going to be, um, we're going to be focusing on what it's like when they're a newborn. What are we going to do? How are we going to feed them? How we're going to nurse them? How we're going to baby wear them and snuggle them? We want them to get that feeling of connection of like, this is a safe place. Oh my goodness. My mom loves me so much. Like She's going to take such good care of me. Like Visualize changing diapers. Visualize all of the beautiful, fun, intimate things. I love it. Let all the babies in. Yeah, she is welcome. You might see a little nakedness, but that is okay. <laughs> That's just how we live at our house. Um, but any, so yeah, we're going to be focusing on the newborn stage on day two. Think about what it's going to be like to take care of that baby and let the thoughts be really visual, like really get into it. Think about changing their diapers. Think about holding them and snuggling them when they're crying in the middle of the night. If you're going to co-sleep, think about how you're going to be snuggled up to them and it's going to be the best, most like 
oh, deep love that you've ever felt. So we're going to think about that on day two. Write down all of those feelings. Write down what that felt like for you to go through the process and write down what you pictured as well. Day three, we're going to go further. Let's think into the future. What's it going to be like when this child is, let's say, five to 10 years old? I want you to picture your teeny tiny baby in your belly that you are growing right now, continuing to grow up because it happens so fast, like everybody says, all of a sudden you have a five-year-old. Think of them at that stage. And what I want you to do with this one is to imagine yourself helping them solve a problem, whatever that looks like to you, whatever problem you come up with. I'll give you an example of a problem my daughter went through recently my parents were playing with her and they said something to her that actually hurt her feelings and so we talked about like okay well what can you do like what what should you do in this situation and she decided to call them and ask for clarification about what they meant and then she said okay well i really didn't like i really didn't like that like could you not do that could you not could you not say that anymore it was amazing like it was so cool to see like holy cow she is she is like so firmly rooted she's a five-year-old like i have a five-year-old and she does really cool five-year-old stuff so picture that picture what would that be like for you what would that look like in that situation and how will that make you feel because i can tell you right now it made me feel just incredible to see that so basically the point of this is to for you to think of what it's going to be like for this connection to continue to build and for all of those good, warm, beautiful feelings for us to transfer that to our babies right now, like they can feel those things. That's research wise. They can feel those things and it will help us feel connected so that when when labor begins, we already know this person. We already know this child. We are connected. They trust us and we trust them because you two are the dyad that's going to be working together through this birthing process. So yes, being able to connect with your community, being able to connect with your spouse, connecting with your birth team, these things are so important. But the two people who are directly involved in birth, that's you and your baby, that's you two. So that connection is so important. It's so, so important. And we don't need to brush it off as something that, well, I'll do that once they're here. No, no, let's connect deeply so that this birthing experience is so beautiful. So that when you catch that baby in your own two hands and you lift him or her up to your chest, you can see their face for the first time, even though you've never seen it before and say, I know you, I know you, I've known you. That is what I want for you. This is the kind of stuff that we're going to be doing inside of the Home Birth Collective because I know that connection is so important and actionable steps are so important. So I want you guys to do that for me. And every day that you do it, will you please post it on your stories? Share a picture of maybe what you wrote down in your journal or just a pretty picture of outside what you were looking at when you were doing this and put use the hashtag Chorionic Connection. C-H-O-R-I-O-N-I-C, chorionic connection, so that we can stay in touch with each other and see what's going down, what's what's happening. I'm going to put it in the comments actually right now. C-H-O-R-I-O-N-I-C, chorionic connection. 
All right. And I want to see those stories. So please tag me in them because this is going to be super fun. Like, I can't wait to see what visualizations you come up with and how it impacts your connection with your baby. So are you ready for it? I'm super pumped. Let me know if you have any questions. And if this is if this is something that you realize like, hey, this is really important and I want to be involved in a community that is having these conversations and doing these types of things to prepare instead of just saying like, oh yeah, like I, I need to know the hormones of labor. Like I need to know some coping tools. That stuff's great, but there's so much more that we can be doing. There's so much more that, that preparation really means. And that's what we're diving into this intuitive primal mother side. So if you're looking for that, then why don't you just send me a DM that says chorionic connection and we'll talk more about the home birth collective. All right, my friends, I am so excited to see what it is that you're doing over this weekend in this chorionic connection challenge. Let me know and uh, make sure you tag me whenever you post these things. And I will see you guys next week with three more new live videos. So have a wonderful weekend. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. Are you looking to extend the home birth support, encouragement, and education? Join us in our Facebook group, Happy Home Birth Podcast Community, and check us out on Instagram at Happy Home Birth Podcast.